Folks, can I have your attention, please? Um, uh, we'll start the meeting of the September Planning Commission. We are without our chairman and vice chairman this evening, so I'll, I'll open the meeting, uh, have you do roll call in a minute, and then after roll call, you all will need to vote for a temporary chair. So uh, with that being said, uh, roll call, if you uh, hit your present button, please. Okay, thank you. And let the record reflect that we do have a quorum this evening. Uh, so at this point, again, you'll need to elect a temporary chair for this evening's meeting. Uh, I will point out that, that Commissioner Crohan has uh, served in that capacity in, in, in a number of times and has some experience chairing the meeting, um, but that's you all's call. So uh, is there a motion uh, for someone to be selected as the temporary chair this evening? Move for Commissioner Crohan to be temporary chair. Okay. We do have a motion and a second. Uh, any discussion? All those in favor, hit your yes button. Okay, Commissioner Crohan, you are the chair for this evening and I'll turn it over to you at this point. Uh, you do have before you, there we go, a, a revised consent agenda uh, where we're just cleaning up a typo. Also a revised staff report for item 55. Um, also in front of you is a draft copy of some ordinance changes uh, as they relate to noise standards for certain non-residential uses. You may remember we talked about that some time ago. Um, this is something that, that we're not going to ask you to take action on until November, uh, but we wanted to go ahead and get, the, get that uh, in front of you. Uh, we will be having a work session uh, before the October meeting, so that'll be at 4.30, and, and that'll be a major topic of discussion at that meeting. Uh, the consultant that we've been working on on this, uh, Dr. Bowlby, will be here to answer any questions that you may have regarding that. Uh, the next thing I'll mention is that uh, I know you're, you're aware of the fact that the county and the six municipalities within the county uh, have been working on a regional growth planning effort. Uh, that's going very well. Essentially what we're doing there is, is trying to identify uh, appropriate future locations for, for development and growth uh, that can be supported by, by infrastructure in a fiscally responsible and, and timely way. Um, that is something that will likely result in an amendment to the, the growth boundaries at some point in the future. Um, I'll also mention that in October, on October the 19th, there will be what we're currently referring to as a symposium where uh, we're bringing in some speakers from different parts of the, the, the Southeast that have dealt with these regional issues uh, or are still dealing with them, uh, hoping to kind of learn from their, their uh, uh, experiences as well as their their mistakes um, so that'll be on the 19th of October at the enrichment center and we'd love for all of you to attend that uh, let's see um, one thing I'll mention is that that we have been talking internally about some 
potential changes to the structure of, of meetings and one of those things that we've talked about is, is perhaps no longer reading into the record the consent agenda. Um, that's something that has been a practice but now uh, that you know, everybody has those in front of them well in advance and we post the consent agenda on the website. Um, there doesn't seem to be a need to read that into the record. Uh, the county commission doesn't read their consent agenda into the record. And so if there are no objections, we'll start tonight by not reading the consent agenda into the record. Um, and as you, as you know, the consent agenda consists primarily of the bonds that come up for review. Um, as well as final plats for subdivisions where um, the initial final plat has already been approved by this commission. So tonight's con consent agenda includes uh, 47 bonds, also final plats for Hardeman Springs, Section 4, uh, Stevens Valley, Sections 5, 7, 9, and 10, uh, Daventry, Section 4, Kings Chapel, Section 9, Lookaway Farm, Section 2, McDaniel Estate, Section 5. So um, those are the consent agenda items. I know that you all have had those in your packet. Again, they've been posted online as well. So if there's no objection, we will not read those into the record. But of course, just like always, if there's uh, any item that you all would like to um, carve out for a separate discussion, you, you'd have the ability to do that. Do we need a motion as far as the do we need a motion to not read that? I don't think we, I don't think we do. But it, you know, we'll just do that by nodding of the heads. Okay. And and no one has any agenda item they'd like to pull out separate at this time. Okay. Mr. Chairman, the, the last thing I'll mention is just a reminder. You know, this this is a kind of a new system still that we've just been doing for a couple of months. So if you would always put your request, uh, press your request to speak button uh, when you want to address the commission. That's all I have. Thank you. Uh, consideration of the minutes for July 8th, uh, 2021 meeting. Has everyone had a chance to read them? Is there any questions, changes? Motion? We have Second. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Don, you may want to pull your microphone a little bit. There you go. Okay, thank you. All right, we have a motion and a second to accept the, the minutes. Press your button now to vote. Okay. Motion passes unanimously. have a motion to accept the consent agenda as written? Motion for approval with staff recommendations. We have a motion and a second. Please vote now.
Motion accepted unanimously. Okay, so I started to say on the public hearing part of it. Uh, anyone that has signed up to come forward to the podium, they will have three minutes to discuss with the, with the commission whatever that they want to. We ask that anything that you say is pertinent to the information that is at hand and no other items. <coughs> well, the staff will read the uh, the each item and then we'll open it to public hearing the first item is request by Harding Venture LLC for zoning approximately 580 acres located at 3021 Del Rio Pike parcel 051-01300 from mutual municipal growth area 1 to Rural Preservation 5. Staff. Thank you, uh, thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, the applicant has requested a map amendment in order to rezone an approximately 580-acre parcel at 3021 Del Rio Pike from its present zoning, which is Municipal Growth Area 1, to Rural Preservation 5. A signed petition making this request has been received from the owner of the parcel. The chief distinction between the existing zoning district and the proposed zoning district relates to the maximum density of residential development allowed, which is one unit per acre in the MGA-1 district and one unit per five acres in the RP-5 district. Essentially, the property owner is requesting a down zoning of the property in that the requested zoning district is more restrictive than the existing zoning district. The parcel is currently located within the city of Franklin's urban growth boundary However, the city has uh, formally declined to provide sewer to the property. Furthermore, the city has indicated that they don't believe the property should remain in their UGB in the future. Staff had advised the applicant that these actions by the city were prerequisites for the county to consider a rezoning request. Section 4.05 of the zoning ordinance provides some guidance in such matters by outlining a number of factors that should be considered when evaluating a request for a MAP amendment. Staff believes that a number of these factors may be viewed as supporting this request. One of the key factors that should be considered is the extent to which a proposed map amendment is consistent with the county's comprehensive land use plan, which calls for a maximum residential density of one unit per five acres outside of UGBs, hamlets, and villages. Given the city's position on this property not remaining in, the, in their UGB in the future, the requested rezoning is consistent with the comprehensive plan policies. Based on this finding, coupled with the fact that the property owner is voluntarily requesting a more restrictive zoning district be applied to the property, staff recommends that the requested map amendment be approved and that the attached resolution be forwarded to the county commission for adoption. Okay, thank you. All right, at this time, we have three people that have signed up. If you will come to the podium and give us your name, and your address and you have three minutes please and try to keep it br as brief as you can to that yes ma'am laura turner 1108 dickinson lane franklin um, 
Good afternoon. Uh, I'm here to support the downzoning on 580 acres on Del Rio as requested by Harding Ventures, the property owners. This would allow rural preservation five acre zoning to be applied to this significant, beautiful land. Located in the Tennessee's great central basin of fertile river valleys, wetlands, watersheds, forest, and rolling hills, the Harpeth River Valley contains rich collections of scenic, cultural, rural, and historic resources. From its quaint roads lined with stone walls to its collection of Native American historic sites, the valley is a treasure that is likely to be buried soon under a landslide of residential developments, road construction projects, and environmental issues. That was a quote from Scenic America, a national conservation group, when it named the Harpeth River Valley one of the top 10 most endangered scenic places in America in 2001. 20 years ago, citizens were standing up and speaking out to preserve this unique treasured landscape. These 580 acres are part of the Harpeth River Valley, designated in the nomination we submitted to Scenic America, in the hope that tools would be adopted to protect and preserve it for us and for future generations. Last year, the county adopted some of those tools in its comprehensive land use plan to protect our vanishing rural landscapes. I respectfully request this commission rezone this land from municipal growth area to rural preservation. I'm grateful to the visionary owners of this land and I'm thankful to this commission for its support of rural landscapes and viewsheds in our beloved county. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, the next one we have Doris. Hey, good evening. My name's Dory Bowles, and I am the uh, CEO of the Harpeth Conservancy. I also happen to live in Williamson County, 201 Deerfield Lane. And I, I will be brief. I just wanted you to know that our organization has worked with the county for years on land use, uh, the land use plan update and many other things. I've served on the county's uh, Stormwater Appeals Board. Um, and we've done a lot of work with private property owners, and this is a good example of private property owners helping also to take the lead and support you know, the, the vision of the community and the elected leadership. So we're here to say thank, um, to uh, one, recognize and thank the private property owners for considering doing the downzoning and encouraging you to support that. Um, and as um, you just heard, Scenic America, this is a very important area of the Harpeth. And it's really wonderful to see property owners take their own initiative. If you remember the downzoning that was done individually by property owners along the old um, Hillsborough Road corridor that sort of helped jumpstart the land use planning process again. So thank you for your for your time tonight. I just happened to have someone come in who I happen to know would like to speak on this. And they were just asking, is it too late for anybody else? So just FYI, I don't know what the procedures are, but thank you very much. That's the next person, please, is Chris. Chaz. Chess, I'm sorry. <clears throat> terrible, terrible handwriting that I have. Uh, <laughs> Chess Morton, Ninth uh, District County Commissioner. Uh, Commissioner Williams and I are proud to have already uh, signed a resolution before our body, <clears throat> which I believe will set in November, uh, to request this downzoning uh, for approval. Uh, when we uh, reviewed the comprehensive plan and decided on uh, unanimously, uh, overwhelmingly, uh, the county residents have told us that they wanted the town and country, and this is our opportunity to take country a little further out. Uh, we are tremendously excited that they are voluntarily, government can only do so much, and we have individuals willing to downzone this property. I hope and trust that you guys will approve this. Staff is for it. Uh, we will be forward on the county commission and appreciate everything you do. Thank you. 
Thank you. Uh, to answer your question, uh, if, no, if you haven't signed up on it, then we won't be hearing from anybody else um, in order to keep the meeting flowing. Uh, at this time, we'll close the public hearing on this, and we'll turn it over to the commission. Hey, Todd, the, the applicant may want to speak. Okay. Is the applicant here? Give us your name and Trevor Cross. Okay, just stay, wait, and maybe the commission will have a question for you. Absolutely, happy to answer any questions. Now, this is an easy one. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> is there anything you'd like to add to it? Uh, they, they said it better than I could, almost. Uh, and I, I think I think everyone who spoke, um, you know, we're excited. The the the, the possibilities for this beautiful piece of property or that it could be many, many, many rooftops. And um, we we don't want that. And I don't think anybody else does either. Um, so we're happy to, to downzone this and help match up with, with the RP5 zoning that you've all approved fairly recently uh, across the county. Uh, we're very excited and, um, and, and, and happy to get started. So happy to, again, happy to answer any questions you might have. Yeah, thank you very much. Right, thank you. Okay. All right, the public hearing is closed, so we'll turn it over to the commission now. Any questions that they have on it? Do we have a motion? Move for approval. Second. We have an approval and a second. Mr. Chairman, somehow Sammy was speaking and he's not here. <laughs> I think there's something going on with the board. Okay. <laughs> he may be here, we don't know it. <laughs> Okay, if you'll vote now, please. I never pushed my I thought the police would just didn't hold you. Which is really fine. <laughs> Sammy's in Chicago talking to us from the... <laughs> the next item on the agenda is item 50, amendment to section 11.03.84. The only one is the party. Okay, thank Staff. you. Yes, sir. Uh, section 11.03A4 of the zoning ordinance outlines specific standards related to farm wineries. Currently, one of those standards limits the total floor area of buildings used for processing, bottling, tasting, sales, wine storage, or office space to 25,000 square feet, regardless of the size of the property housing a farm winery. The minimum lot size for a farm winery, farm winery is 15 acres. The proposed text amendment would provide a sliding scale for determining maximum building size as a function of the total site area of a farm winery. Specifically, the amendment would maintain 25,000 square feet as a maximum building size for properties between 15 and 35 acres, but would allow a larger floor area for larger parcels, up to 50,000 square feet for, for farm wineries with a site area of at least 60 acres. Staff believes this sliding scale provides an appropriate degree of flexibility while continuing to protect surrounding properties from negative impacts. As such, staff recommends approval of the proposed text amendment and that the attached resolution be forwarded to the County Commission for adoption. Hey, thank you. And Mr. Chairman, I will, I'll note that there were no uh, citizens that signed up to speak for this item. Okay, so we will not need a public hearing on this one. Correct. Thank you.
All right, we'll turn it over to the commission at this point. Is there any questions on this discussion? Item 50, we say it's a sliding scale, uh -huh. but in the table it says 15 to 35 acres is 25,000 square feet, then 36 to 59 is 37.5, 60 plus is 50,000. Mm -hmm. I mean, could we just say 15 to 35 is 25,000 and 60 or greater is 50,000 and then leave it to, you know, like interpolate between the two? I'm just thinking that if someone has 59 acres, they're limited to 37,500 square feet. But if they have 60 acres, they can have 50,000 square feet. Do we want it to truly be, you know, an interpolation between 25,000 and 50,000? Well, you know, I, I think we want it to, I think we want it to slide a little bit, but not slide so, with so many tiers that it becomes, you know, kind of unmanageable. This is kind of what we felt like was appropriate just based on what we have now and what we're, what we're trying to get to. I mean, we could always add, uh, you know, another, another step, but, but I, you know, I, I, and we thought about different ways of, of doing that, uh, Commissioner, but at the end of the day, we, we felt like this was, you know, a, a, an appropriate way to do it. Okay. Any other questions? Do we have a motion? Do we have a second? Second. Motion and a second. Prepare to vote and vote now. Motion carries. We're in the public hearing portion of this meeting. An old business. We have a final flat review. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, the subject property is approximately 16 acres in size and is located on Cross Keys Road, approximately one half mile south of Choctaw Road. The applicant is requesting approval of a large lot easement subdivision in order to create three lots off a new 50 foot ingress egress utility easement. This plat was submitted prior to the adoption of the new subdivision regulations. Therefore, preliminary plat was not required. The site contains natural resources requiring protection, including steep slopes and woodlands. There are moderately steep slopes inside and outside the building envelopes. All zoning ordinance requirements, including those regarding the protection of natural resources, have been met. The applicant is proposing individual septic systems for the lots, and the Williamson County Department of Sewage Disposal Management has approved the request. Water will be provided by HB and TS Utility District, as no fire hydrants are proposed, and as none are currently located within 500 feet of the building envelopes, the building envelopes have been separated by 200 feet. The plat is in order and staff recommends approval. Thank you. Any discussion or questions on this item? Beth? Thank you. We've got all night. I know, it's my fault. <laughs> 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 
Are you doing something back there? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any other? Do we have a motion on this one? Do we have a second? second? Motion and second. Prepare to vote and vote now. is approximately 36 acres in size and is located off South Carruthers Road across from Gallant Ridge Drive and approximately 1,000 feet west of Delta Springs Lane. The applicant is requesting preliminary plat approval of a large lot easement subdivision. The site contains natural resources requiring protection, including streams and 100-year floodplain. The site is mostly open with very minimal tree canopy. All zoning ordinance requirements, including those regarding the protection of natural resources, have been met. The applicant is proposing individual septic systems for lots, and the Williamson County Department of Sewage Disposal Management has approved the request. Water will be provided by Millcrofton Utility District. No fire hydrants are proposed, and sprinkler systems are to be provided in all dwellings. Building envelopes have been separated by 200 feet. The preliminary plat is in order and staff recommends approval subject to the following. A notice of coverage issued by TDEC. Number two, a land disturbance permit must be obtained for the overall development. And number three, driveway and drainage infrastructure must be complete consistent with zoning ordinance requirements prior to submission of a final plat. Is the At this point, I'll turn it over to the commission. Any questions, statements? Do we have a motion? Motion in the second. Prepare to vote and vote now. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. A revised concept plan for this development was approved by this body at the December 2020 meeting. The applicant is now requesting preliminary plat approval for phase nine of this development, which includes 23 lots and approximately 10.5 acres of open space. The roads will be privately maintained. The layout depicted on the preliminary plat is consistent with that depicted on the approved concept plan. Staff recommends approval of the preliminary plat with the following conditions, which must be addressed in conjunction with final plat submittal. Number one, 
prior to final plat submittal, off-site roadway improvements required in association with individual sections of the development as stipulated in the traffic study review findings provided by the county's traffic engineering consultant, including turn lane improvements at site entrances must be completed in accordance with the approved plans. Number two, establishment of a performance bond for roads, drainage, and erosion control. Number three, establishment of a performance bond for water improvements in favor of Millcroft and Utility District. Number four, establishment of a performance bond for the wastewater collection system as specified by the county's wastewater consultant. Number six, submission of landscaping plans and establishment of a performance bond for landscaping. Number seven, prior to consideration of final plat approval, the applicant shall submit HOA documents which shall address the requirements of section 17.12 private streets of the zoning ordinance for review and approval by the county attorney's office. The HOA documents must be submitted with the final plat and the approved HOA documents must be recorded concurrently with the recording of the final plat. Number seven, dedication of right-of-way 30 feet off the center line of Patton Road. Number eight, execution of stormwater maintenance agreement and submission of an operation and maintenance plan for stormwater improvements. And number nine, providing two copies of the approved final plat in DWG format on recordable media based on the Tennessee State Plank Ordinance System prior to signature and recording of the final plat. Present. Right with M2 group here to answer any questions that you may have. Okay, do you have anything you'd like to add before we give it to the commission? No, sir. Okay, thank you. Any questions, statements? We have a motion. We have a motion and a second. Prepare to vote. Vote now. concept plan for this development was approved at the August 2015 meeting. The applicant is now requesting preliminary plat approval for the third phase of the development, which consists of 24 lots and approximately 71 acres of open space. The preliminary plat is consistent in layout with that depicted on the concept plan. All off-site roadway improvements, including the turn lane improvements at the site entrances, have been completed. Staff recommends approval of this preliminary plat. In conjunction with the final plat consideration, the following items must be addressed. Number one, prior to consideration of the final plat, the applicant shall submit HOA documents for review and approval by the county attorney's office. The approved HOA documents must be recorded prior to the recording of the final plat. Number two, establishment of a performance bond for roads, drainage, and erosion control. Number three, establishment of a performance bond for water improvements in favor of Millcroft and Utility District. Number four, establishment of a performance bond for the wastewater collection system. Number five, 
submission of landscaping plans and establishment of a performance bond for landscaping. Number six, execution of a stormwater maintenance agreement and submission of an operation and maintenance plan for stormwater improvements. And number seven, submission of the approved final plat in DWG format on recordable media based on the Tennessee State Plan Coordinate System prior to signature and recording of the plat. Richard Howes with SEC. And do you have anything you'd like to add? No, sir. I think he's got it covered. Okay. All right. We'll turn it over to the commission if they have any questions for you or any statements. Okay. Sometimes when we have um, a lot of these different items that there is a requirement of turn lane improvements and so forth as a condition for approval, I was just wanting to understand better that process. Does our planning staff confirm that that's completed prior to our meetings or is that in, in conjunction with the highway department? Uh, I'll, I'll address that. Thank you. Oh, if, if there's a requirement that the turn lane improvements be completed before they can submit a final plat, um, when they submit the final plat, we, we make sure that the highway department uh, is satisfied that it's been construction, uh, constructed to their standards, and we would not let it on the agenda if they don't tell us that. Okay, great. Thank you very much, and thank you for your plan. Motion to approve for staff's recommendation. Have a second. I have a motion and a second. Prepare to vote. Vote now, please. <laughs> I'm a little we technical difficulty. We didn't have a voting option. <laughs> and Sammy is speaking. <laughs> oh dear. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I am reading from a revised report that was placed on your desks earlier. A concept plan for this development was approved by this body at the December 2020 meeting. The applicant is now requesting preliminary plat approval of this development, which includes seven lots and approximately seven acres of open space. The layout depicted on the preliminary plat is consistent with that depicted on the approved concept plan. Staff recommends approval of the preliminary plat with the following conditions, which must be addressed in conjunction with final plat submittal. Number one, prior to final plat submittal, all off-site improvements as specified in the traffic access analysis review letter from the county's traffic consultant must be completed to the satisfaction of the county highway superintendent. Number two, dedication of right-of-way 30 feet off the center line of Vaughn Road. Number three, prior to consideration of final plat approval, the applicant shall submit HOA documents for review and approval by the county attorney's office. The HOA documents must be submitted with the final plat and the approved HOA documents must be recorded concurrently with the recording of the final plat. 
Number four, establishment of a performance bond for road drainage and erosion control. Number five, establishment of a performance bond for water improvements in favor of Harpeth Valley Utilities District. Number six, establishment of a performance bond for sewer improvements in favor of Harpeth Valley's Utilities District. Number seven, sub submission of landscaping and establishment of a performance bond for landscaping. Number eight, execution of a performance agreement for the above reference sureties. Number nine, execution of a stormwater maintenance agreement and submission of an operation and maintenance plan for stormwater improvements. And number 10, submission of the approved final plat in DWG format on recordable media based on the Tennessee State Plan Coordinate System prior to signature and recording of the plat. Is the applicant present for this item? Yes, Mr. Commissioner, Alan Thompson with Reagan Smith and Associates. Um, agree with conditions of approval. I, I would like to request um, just clarification on what was updated on the, uh, the report, if we could. And, and I'm happy to answer any questions. It was a typo for the open space. It was inadvertently put at 37 acres and it was seven acres, which the revised report reflects. Okay. All right, appreciate that. Thank you. Here, here to answer any questions. Okay. Any questions, statements at this point from the commission? Do we have a motion? Second. We have a motion and a second. Prepare to vote. Vote now. Voting District. Staff? Thank you, Mr. Chairman. The applicant is requesting approval of an 8,840-square-foot 8 baseball hitting facility to be used in conjunction with an existing school. Property in question is located on Old Hickory Boulevard, approximately three-quarters of a mile west of its intersection with Hillsborough Road. Property straddles the Davidson-Williamson County line, and properties located on the Williamson County side range in size from approximately 23 acres to 43.5 acres. These properties are used primarily for residential or agricultural purposes, and the City of Brentwood's water equalization facility is to the east of the property in question. Water and sewer services are provided by Metro Water and Sewer, and staff has received confirmation that services are available. A landscaping plan has been reviewed and approved by staff. No bond is required. There will be no additional signage. The site plan is in order and staff recommends approval. Is the applicant present for this one? Good evening, I'm Steve Gilbert with Gilbert McLaughlin Cassell Architects, basically representing CPA. Okay, do you so, have anything to add? Uh, nothing in particular. It's pretty straightforward. Uh, but I will answer any questions anybody may have. Thank you. Any questions or statements from the commission at this point? 
Beth? No. Oh, <laughs> Thank you, Beth. The motion. We have a motion and a second. We have a vote. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. The applicant is requesting approval of a school campus that will consist of an approximately 121,000 square foot elementary school and a 197,000 square foot middle school and a wastewater treatment and disposal system to treat wastewater generated by the uses. At this time, the applicant is requesting deferral to the October 2021 meeting in order to allow additional time to address staff's comment. Staff, staff concurs with this request. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. A final plat for this section was approved at the March 2021 meeting. All of the required bonds have yet to be posted, and as such, the approval of the final plat has expired. The applicant is now requesting reapproval of the final plat for the second section of the development, which contains 43 lots and approximately 14 acres of open space. During the concept plan stage, a condition that a six-foot privacy fence was to be erected along the mutual property line of the properties referenced by tax map 114, parcels 10.01 and 10.03 was added. Additionally, all required landscaping was to be planted outside the aforementioned fence. The required fence has been shown on both the final plat and the approved landscaping plan, and a condition of approval has been added to ensure its maintenance in perpetuity. The plat remains consistent in layout with that depicted on the preliminary plat. Staff recommends approval of the final plat with the following conditions. Number one, the HOA documents must be recorded concurrently with the recording of the final plat. Number two, addition of a note to the final plat stating the following. The six-foot privacy fence located along the mutual property lines of the properties referenced by tax map 114 parcels 10.01 and 10.03 is to be maintained in perpetuity. Number three, establishment of a performance bond for roads, drainage, and erosion control in the amount of $395,000. This amount is a reduced amount based on improvements completed. Number four, establishment of a performance bond for water improvements in favor of Millcroft and Utility District in the amount of $317,130. Number five, establishment of a performance bond for the wastewater collection system in the amount of $120,000. 
Number six, establishment of a performance bond for landscaping and fencing in the amount of $95,400. Number seven, execution of performance agreements for the above reference sureties. Number eight, execution of a stormwater maintenance agreement and submission of an operation and maintenance plan for stormwater improvements. And number nine, submission of the approved final plat in DWG format on recordable media based on the Tennessee State Plan Coordinate System prior to signature and recording of the plat. Item. Richard Howes with SEC again. Okay, do you have anything you'd like to add to this? No, sir. It, uh, I'll answer any questions if need be. Okay, thank you. Any questions, discussion on this item? Do we have a motion? A motion and a second. Prepare to vote. is the applicant for this one, sir. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, we'll turn it over to the commission. Then any questions, discussion? We have a motion. Have a motion. Second. We have a second. Prepare to vote. Vote now. acres located off Lampkin Bridge Road in the 5th voting district and there there'll be no motion or anything needed on this one but do any questions from the Commission or any 
statements. Okay. Quickly, if anyone has any questions or there's any discussion, just give me a call at the office. Um, at the November 12, 2020 meeting, the Planning Commission voted to deny the concept plan for the Reedsvale subdivision submitted by developer CPS Land, LLC. In December of 2020, CPS Land filed a petition for writ of Sarciorari challenging that denial in Williams County Chancery Court. After considering the briefs of the parties and the arguments made during the hearing in court, the Chancellor issued his court order and memorandum on June 10, 2021. The Chancellor found that the Planning Commission's decision to deny the Reedsvale concept plan was arbitrary and capricious because there is no material evidence in the record supporting his decision. Therefore, the Planning Commission's decision is reversed by the court and the concept plan for Reedsvale is approved. This report simply memorializes the court's decision for the records of the Planning Commission. No action is required. motion and nothing needed on this one is there anything else for the order of the commission to be brought forth if not is there a motion to adjourn and motion to adjourn thank you good evening